Sit a Spell, a podcast about slowing down, remembering who we are and where we came from. Folks used to invite you to come up on the porch and sit a spell. So pull up a rocking chair, grab a glass of sweet tea, and let's sit a spell and visit about our heritage and how we use those traditions and skills. Welcome back to Sit a Spell, where we have a real treat for you. But first, let me to introduce myself. I'm Crystal Blankenship with UTTSU Extension, Cumberland County. I'm Megan Brown with UTTSU Extension in Meigs County. I'm Kenzie Hickson with UTTSU Extension in Ray County. And we have a very special guest here today. Um, do you, Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Allie. I'm with Deep Draw Yaks here in Crossville, Tennessee. She said yaks. She said yaks, <laughs> y'all. Yikes, and y'all. once more, we're in Crossville, Tennessee. Crossville, Tennessee. Who knew that there were yaks in Crossville, Tennessee? And apparently nowhere else in Tennessee. Not yet. We were in Michigan. That's I'm originally from Kentucky, but working in Michigan and wanted to move, sell our business and get the heck out of Dodge City. <laughs> and so we looked outside of Nashville, looked outside of Knoxville, looked around. We were actually in North Carolina when this house popped up. And came back from North Carolina to see this house. Never heard of Crossville. And then we spent two days in Crossville. Loved that everything was closed on a Sunday and Monday. Loved that everyone was waving and hi, y'all. Loved that they were just so friendly. So we were like, this is a place we want like, want to be. We have five children, ages 21 to 29. They're all out of the house. But I want the perfect place for grandbabies. So we looked at you have. <laughs> I think you hit that nail on the head. We have a little bit of everything from the barns to the pool to the animals to the trees. We have waterfalls in the woods, the creeks along Daddy's Creek, the pond that's stocked with like catfish and hybrid bluegill. It is just lovely. They even have a cat that they've adopted that I'm like, uh, sitting here petting I right know. now. I was like, I wish y'all could see. And we'll make sure we take a picture uh, to post for the podcast. But we're sitting on the back porch. You can hear the pool in the background you're hearing the the horses um yeah uh, i just feel like we're chickens and a rooster we're just in a pristine setting uh uh, for sure you live in the dream up here i am definitely living the dream so we are both engineers by trade um met a long 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 time ago <laughs> i grew up on a farm i wanted nothing to do with a farm i wanted i didn't even want to grow a tomato again <laughs> i didn't want anything besides a dog or a cat and as we got older and then the kids are gone we uh life slowed down with covid and then once it slowed down i realized that's where i wanted to be <laughs> so i told the honey i want to move i want to sell our company business that we they had for 20 25 years I I'm, I'm, I'm done and he was like okay 
And so, and I was like, and before that, I was like, I want a pasture pet, looking at animals. Lots of people have alpacas, and I looked at baby goats. I didn't want stinky cows. We don't ride horses enough to justify having them. So someone at work suggested a yak, and I would have bet my career there were no yaks in the U.S. Uh, There are. So we got a yak or two because they're a herd animal. You have to get more than one. So we ended up with several yaks. And then when we moved, I wanted to get more into breeding more amount of yaks. Uh, And then we have this space. So then we rescued a couple ponies and added a couple donkeys and have a little bit of everything going on. So we just took a tour. Yes, we took an amazing tour. I've learned so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel like Allie knows more in her little finger than I know, you know, Same. in my whole body. Uh, she has been quizzing us during the tour. Um, we got some answers wrong, unfortunately. We didn't have to tell that. No, this is real life, Megan. Um, but they have they have so many cool things. How many yaks did you say there are? So we have forty, about forty-seven altogether. Um, we have. 14 here so we're doing all the fencing ourselves we have 50 acres total so as we get everything fenced in gradually and we can get the yak separated so we have 50 acres that are fenced in on the perimeter but we're very cautious about what bulls with what females because we're all about the genetics and the bloodline so we want to make sure that we have a pasture for the young girls a pasture for the young boys a pasture for all the bulls so we don't keep the bull with the ladies at all times because because here with the heat, we don't want summer babies. So we plan their, their pregnancy that they're only spring and fall. So as we get everything fenced down, we'll gradually start bringing more yaks down. So we, we went first and we vis- visited the baby yaks. The toddler. Uh, the toddlers. The toddlers. The toddlers. Um, and then we went and saw the uh, the grown-ups. I guess that's what you <laughs> <laughs> The grown-ups. I, I feel like I'm... Now, remind me the name I made best friends with. I can't remember uh, the name. Razzleberry. Razzleberry. Razzleberry's my new best friend. Razzleberry um, was literally laying their head, and the, it's a gigantic head, on on Megan, like looking at Megan, like maybe they found the love of their life. I think we were looking at each other the same. <laughs> There's best pictures to prove forever. it. Best friends forever. I was so happy, so happy. So um, I knew nothing. I did, and I'm assuming y'all didn't either. Knew nothing about yaks. I'll be honest. I googled a yak. I was like, I think oh, I know what a yak looks like. Um, and so my first in thing was, oh, they're like a Highland, a Scottish Highland Similar. or cattle. Similar because they have long hair. Mm-hmm. But they're not related at all. Not related at all. So they have long hair, but the true yak looks like a buffalo and a sheepdog had a baby. That's uh, a great, that's a yeah. great description. And then, they kind of act like a sheepdog. They do. They play like, they, they were playing out here and they were playing. I said, look, it's playing like a dog because it was playing with yes. you. I refer to them <laughs> as a pasture pet. Uh, they're not really like a livestock animal because you're not just watching them graze. Uh, and what drew me in when someone said that they don't smell, their poop doesn't smell. So we had to go visit a yak and that's when I fell in love. They grunt, they don't move. They have fluffy big tails like a horse. <laughs> so they're more like a pasture pet. They're very docile, not aggressive. They eat a third less than cows do, but they are a cousin to the musk ox. They are a cousin to the buffalo. So that's where you get that fiber from. 
from, that wool from. That's where you get that coloring of the buffalo from. They're just such a cool animal and they're docile. So we just want to spread the love of yaks to everyone. The yak love. The yak love. The yak love. Um, it was really cute. Allie has a, a box of treats and they recognize the box of treats. Just like, like a dog. You <laughs> rattle it and you're like, uh, she was going, hey babies. And here they come. Uh -huh. They were ready for their treats and their scratches. They like to be like scratched. Um, well, some were a little more particular about yep. it than others, but some of them were like, just, just love me. Some <laughs> of them don't like their faces touched. They're a little leery of hands always reaching out to their faces. And because they're so cute, everyone just wants to, oh, let so me pet you and touch you. Yeah. Uh, they both have horns, male and females. They are born with little nubs. They only weigh about 20, 25 pounds when they're born. I can't imagine. We gotta come I wish you could have just seen our faces when you said that. <laughs> they're so adorable and they're very easy births. Uh, they have an eight and a half month gestation, but very, very easy births. Uh, and just an absolutely little cutest thing. And it looks like a goat. It's just adorable. I'm sitting here with my mouth open. I'm okay. just so excited because just for reference, the toddlers were, didn't you say about 400 yes, pounds? Yes, about 400 pounds. So when we're looking at the toddlers, which one was one-ish and one was getting closer to two, I think yes. you said, um, and that's 400 pounds. I can't imagine pint-sized. Pint-sized, yes. And they grow pretty quick. Now the females at full growth are about 600 pounds, which you all met, mm -hmm. which are a lot smaller than a highland a lot smaller than a standard cow so that's as big as they'll get now the bulls get to be about a thousand six hundred pounds you all met con mm -hmm. uh he still has about four more years to grow he's he scares me a little bit he's kind of spooky because it's his size and his swagger yeah uh, he has swagger that's that's a good word for him indeed and he's, he's a big boy he's a big boy <laughs> he won't and eat out of your hand he'll eat treats out of your yeah, hand he's started yeah 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 he's not yeah. scared i'm just i have respect for his size so well, I, I keep smart. Yeah. I just keep me in the buggy like like I think that's like totally smart. in between mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but he's big yeah absolutely <laughs> but I mean he was very he was very kind like he just kind of walked by us like this is my land and you do you and I'll do me <laughs> there you go. There you we go. do two tours a, I, I do two tours a day I just love sharing the yak love so they get treats a couple of times a day so sometimes they don't want them sometimes they're not in the mood for them uh, with they are adjusting to the warmth like we are uh, so like Saturday was only 78 but felt so hot so they'll adjust uh, they cool off by putting their feet in the water so if you all ever come back during the summer you'll see little kiddie pools throughout the fields and they're all standing in their own little pool it is adorable, adorable. so you you mentioned the tours that you do and you also have this lovely little gift shop um, um, yes like you you have an eye for branding we'll, we'll talk about the other stuff that, that you're doing mm -hmm. in, in a little bit but um but just yeah like you have a Thank eye you. for I know you said your background was engineering I'm like marketing is what it's you know oh. like I mean really I love I mean, the yak stuff 
So I have uh-huh. a passion to share the yak love. Mm-hmm. And because they're becoming endangered already, I feel like it's my mission. I feel like when I went from working 70 hours a week, I don't mind working the 70 hours a week. I just want it now to be something that's important. Mm-hmm. And I feel sharing the yak love. So that's, I do the tours to share the yak love. But also with yaks, which not just this docile, beautiful, majestical creature, you get this wool and fiber from them. So I talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I have my little yak boutique, and it's just Cumberland County has been very generous to the yaks. Uh, Conrad Tours does tours, Mm -hmm. so they come here, and then we get everyone with their kids. We get I do uplands, uh, uplands community. I really is my passion for I have a special needs boy that I mentor three days a week that comes it's really people I want them to be able to enjoy the outside here in Crossville Mm -hmm. I want them to be able to hold a chicken I want them to be able to see a barn being built I want to show them the homestead and the rolling hills so it's my passion not just to share the yak love but for people that normally can't do it to get them out here Mm -hmm. I love that so much Mm -hmm. um and I appreciate that. You're welcome. As a, as, as a Crossville native, a Cumberland County native, I really appreciate that. I think it's a pretty cool place, you Thank know? You. Um, and I, I just, I love anybody that's willing to love love on our people. Yeah, huh? love on the community. Um, yeah. Can we talk a little bit about the yak fiber? Yeah, so the yak fiber is called a luxury fiber. So I was pretty amazed when I met these creatures and I was like, you get what from them? Like, how do you, how does wool come from a uh, a cow. It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. So I had a hard time wrapping my brain around how literally wool comes from a cow. So they shed out at this time of year and it's an under fiber. So they keep that glorious hair that you see, all that long hair that you see, and then you comb out as they're shedding this under fiber. And that is what we send off to process. So we send that off for processing where we get socks and mittens and gloves. Hi, honey. Uh, where we send that off to get processed. And then it is has the same microns as cashmere, which I'm learning what the microns are. But that's what makes it feel like cashmere. But it has the warmth of wool, which is very unique. It is unbelievably soft. So soft, yeah. Unbelievably soft. And um, would you mind sharing what you were sharing with me about, like, people taking on the socks on, like, hunting trips and stuff? Yes. So... So the yak wool is, it has no smell. So you all notice the yaks don't smell. Mm-hmm. Their poo doesn't so smell. <laughs> yes. And then their poo does not smell at all. So in order not to smell, they don't have any bacteria in their wool. So you can wear the socks for weeks without washing them. It sounds gross, but it's very efficient for people that are hiking, fishing, hunting, and they're gone for a 12 day hunt and they got to take 12 pairs of socks and a couple more in case they get wet so you only take one pair of socks and you just hang them out at night uh, and put them back on Uh, the honey was just in Montana hunting his feet were soaking wet from the snow but 
they were warm. So his feet stayed warm with the yak wool. So it's just a great thing that comes from this cow creature. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> it really is. It just it kind of blows my mind because I and I knew none of this. No, no, none of this until um we well it started with our last podcast talking to Jennifer at Dirty Girls yep. and she was talking about how you had taken your some of your yaks I guess out there. Yes. And for an event, she's like, you all have got to meet her. You've just got to meet her and meet her yaks, and they're amazing. Um, and then I started kind of looking into it a little more, and I'm like, these are the coolest creatures. <laughs> they are pretty cool. They are pretty. And they grunt. They don't move. They kick up their back feet. Most animals that kick up their back feet are, they're bucking. They're trying to get something off of them. Yaks kick up their back feet just prancing and playing around. <laughs> So sweet. I didn't realize how playful they were. Very playful. Today. Yeah, they are like a puppy dog, just with horns and a little bit bigger, like a cow. Yeah. Do they ever get aggressive? Like, what sets them off? Only the males will get aggressive. Now, what's very unique about a yak is he courts the girl. So, with a cow, they just service them, service, service. But with the yaks, he courts the girl that he's dating. <laughs> and he follows her around. He's into her flirting for a couple of weeks uh, before he does the deed. So, at all. Yes. 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 Gentlemen. So, like, when we pulled up, all the yaks were out, but the bull con and Rock and Dolly, they were laying in the woods, so that's who he's been flirting with. And so, when she got up and took off, he took off, wanted nothing to do with us. He he will stay with his girlfriend for that week or two. Wow. Well. That's interesting. That is interesting. Um, also, I think it's really cool. This is going back to your your yak boutique. I love that how you said that. Um, it's how you're sourcing um, a lot of local local folks for your products. Yeah, Crossville this. has been incredible. So we always sold the socks, the mittens, the hats, um, and then here in Crossville, there's so many artisans, uh, local artisans. So we have people come see the yaks, and they we have a homeschool mom that. Uh, paints paintings. We have a 16-year-old that makes clay pottery yaks. We have a local school bus driver that makes pottery mugs. We have an 81-year-old lady that makes crochet yaks. So it's all this local crossbow folks that came to see the yaks and they're like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. So we have a whole yak boutique. <laughs> yeah, and I can see like like what the, if um, I'm not creative like that. Um, Crystal is. Um, we know I struggle in the arts and crafts we all have our strengths we all have our strengths um that's not mine um but i can see though wanting to go home and create you know maybe i want to go home and write a song about a yak now (laughs) like like, yeah being around uh like like i want to go home and create something Uh, i had a homeschool group and so when i do homestead groups i have a criteria that they all have to come with the yak fact so they got to bring a yak fact it can be about the nomads tibet because that's where they're originally from it can be about geography whether it's in the eastern Himalayas, it can be about a yak. Yaks can live in negative 40 degrees. So there's a lot of interesting facts about the yaks. In Tibet, they take their their milk, they make butter out of it, and they put the butter in tea. And that's how they get their protein and get their amino acids. In Tibet, in the mountains where they can't reach for fuel lines,
things. They use the poo as fuel. You can ride a yak. They're used for trekking. Uh, so I make the, I don't make the kids. I encourage them to have a yak fact. And I had a young boy that came and he wrote a yak poem. So it's just great for the that's community so cool. involvement. And we've only been here a year and six months. That's that's amazing too. In the middle of COVID. Yeah. Like you kind of yes. came in, in the middle of a pandemic. Yes. And, and you've built this. Like, and you yeah. have built this. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. It's incredible. Thank you. Yeah. We love it. The grapevines. I have a huge garden next door. Uh, I only want to do half of it because my plate is kind of full. But the honey wants... <laughs> All of it. So if you all need anything from the garden this summer, I will have plenty. Plenty, <laughs> plenty, you, plenty. If you need um, help, like, no, if you want to preserve it, we're, we're your people. <laughs> we can preserve it. Yes, we can learn. I would love to yeah. learn. Um, so on top of that, so like you said, you you, you have so many hats. We were already talking about your schedule of, you know, um, you brush the... She brushes the mini horses twice a day. Yes, because they're shedding like crazy because they're shedding like crazy come spring they start they brush the yaks once a week each yak gets brushed about once a week each yak so, once yeah. a week so about 45 minutes to each yak so that takes a full week to get all of them through because it takes a while just to round them up mm-hmm. because they're in separate pastures we got to move pastures then i got to trick them with treats and candy <laughs> and get them to come in so we can work them in the shoot and squeeze so it is yeah. it is a process i mean and then there's tours you're giving tours to twice a day twice six a days day. a week uh she does allow herself not to do tours one <laughs> One day, <laughs> she has chickens, ducks, 24, 24 chickens, seven she, ducks. she has seven ducks, she's got loads of grapevines, but um, she said the chickens beat her to all the grapes, yes. and she doesn't get to enjoy them. Um, she's got many donkeys over here. And rescue many horses. Yep, and the, the many, and they're both, uh, yes, the many horses are rescue, and they're, they're seniors. They're seniors. They're 21 years old and 26, so in Knox it's called the mini uh, horse and donkey rescue and they strictly only do minis and they get about 500 cases a year of mini horses and donkeys mainly mini horses and no one wants the old seniors so we get two seniors they live to be about 30 years old and we'll give them their best life and then we'll get two more after that and they are living their best life mm-hmm. they they immediately wanted treats when we saw them you're a little spoiled you can tell um and then we that's so there's all of that there's the yak boutique um there is then they have um got some property next to them that you've bought and it's um you want to talk a little bit about the homestead house yes so we have 15 acres here and a 20 acre track and in between us was a property with the homestead home i myself coming from michigan had never heard of the homestead property from reading I knew about the New Deal with President Roosevelt. I knew there were these homestead areas during the Great Depression that you worked under the government. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize there was homestead property next to us. And when they needed to downsize, we wanted initially just that 15 acres for the yaks. Then I fell in love with the 
homestead history. Uh, I just love that President Roosevelt gave the hopeless people hope during the Great Depression and that they used the local crab orchard stone, that they timbered 10,000 acres and used all the local milling. I love that it was blue collar workers, white collar workers, and they gave them skills. Um, and I love my favorite thing I think is about Eleanor Roosevelt, how she has such human rights, civil rights, and she made sure that these houses during the Great Depression were plumbed, uh, that they have plumbing. So back during there, there was a lot of outhouses and they lived in outhouses in their barns before the homes. Mm -hmm. And I love that she made sure they were all wired for electric, mm -hmm. although there wasn't even electric in this town until years later. And the homes are just beautiful. So we, I was like, we can't sell the home. <laughs> can't sell the home. I want to keep it. I want to preserve it. I want to make it an Airbnb where people can enjoy it and decorate it in the antique air. Mm -hmm. And you have. It's, like beautiful. it's beautiful. Thank we'll you. We have pictures, so you'll see it on um, on our on our page. Um, and the the homestead, the barn. Yes, the that barn was is my favorite. part of that is still there. Yes. Um, and you got pictures of it too, didn't mm -hmm. you? Yeah, I think I um, love what you said about still seeing the oil on the floor. Yes. Uh, where they and I, that for some reason that always fascinates me in any kind of historic place that I've ever been in. If there's something that's left that you can yeah. see, you know. Um, from a physical reminder of right um, I'm just like oh, that wasn't that long ago even though it feels that long mm -hmm. ago it's just to me it's just it's just it is that it doesn't look like it's that long ago but when you see the oil on the wood floor from where she had to cook in the barn it's a lifetime you, it's just a <laughs> lifetime ago yeah. and it just I love it and and I, I don't think I've ever appreciated it that yeah. much until then I didn't appreciate the native flowers until someone was like hey this is a blood root this is a trillium this is a wren this is and I was like what are these and they're native flowers that are also historical with that home mm -hmm. and I just absolutely love it mm -hmm. and then this is I was just thinking when you were naming off those flowers your mountain laurel that you got out here oh so, my gosh they're so, so prettiest Mount so Laurel I've ever seen. Like it's so gorgeous. Thick. thick, yes. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So that'll be um we'll, we'll show where your Airbnb is too for yeah. folks that want to um check out like you can go a... stay in a historic Airbnb and look out your window and have see yaks. yaks. Have I mean, yaks. Who yes. gets to do that? Right. And the cool thing about this um this historic Airbnb, this homestead house, it has not been added to. Right. It's which is very, very rare. Right. You almost like it was funny we were talking about it on the way here and then she uh, and then Allie was like well this one hasn't been added to and we we were all like what we just uh, talked about it. Like, we literally just talked, just about, talked that. about that. Yeah. Um, Not so, knowing that you even had a, no, a homestead. We didn't house. even know yeah. that it was on we the We were just talking about a homestead. That's pretty oh, neat. Um, yeah. That's pretty neat. <laughs> so there's that. There's the barn where the, the the wife and the children lived. And it was, you said it was half plank floors and a half, half a dirt floor. Yep. So all the homestead barns. And what amazed me is that the barns around here have windows and chimneys. And yep. I was like, where I grew up, barns don't have windows and chimneys. But then as I realized and was taught, 
that that's where they lived and that's where they had to live until they built their home and they contributed to building their home. So once the barn was complete, then the wife and children would move into the barn. Mm -hmm. So half of it was a wood floor for living quarters. Part of it's a dirt floor for their donkey, their mule, their cow. And then that one has the original chicken coop where he had like 2,000 chickens. Because you were saying that the uh, the original owner was the one that would distribute the, the chickens to people that, that were coming in to live with the homestead houses. Correct. Um, and then they would have chickens and eggs and, and yes that's absolutely. just amazing yeah, yeah. like it's so much yeah. history in one little tiny area right there just right, right there yeah, right there <laughs> and it looks like it feels like a different climate over there mm-hmm. and we put trails all along daddy's creek because i want to be able to enjoy the mountain laurels i want to be able to see the little uh star of bethlehem flowers so we put a whole walking trail along daddy's creek as well down there it's beautiful i guarantee it's beautiful mm-hmm. everything has been just incredible thank you um do you have any any questions for us um can you talk about has have you uh okay back up crystal i got i got my my mouth went ahead of itself um you did talk about working with ut some yes can you uh, elaborate on that a little bit more so i do a couple of things i i i do a mentorship as well i have a young special needs boy that comes he's 16 years old he's here for a work study he does three days a week he'll be here through the school throughout the school year so he'll be done at the end of this month but we had ut come out we wanted to have forestry uh his name is brad or doug i believe he came out because as we create space for the yachts and creates pastures we want to make sure we're not taking down native trees we want to i learned about the hemlocks i learned how important they are to our our ecosystem to the climate so he helped us preserve trees he's helped us which trees to take down uh we have reached out to eric upchurch where do soil samples um but yaks are pretty unknown to the state of tennessee there's only two universities that work on yaks that study yaks and that's university of kentucky and University of Michigan. Uh, we took actually a yak to University of Tennessee and they were like, we have never seen a yak. We don't know what to do. Uh, so it's, I welcome and I'll open our farm to any extension office, to 4-H, to UT, because yaks are a lot different. Um, you can't do artificial insemination with yaks. Their semen huh. doesn't freeze. So I can't go get bloodlines from Montana. I can't get bloodlines from Canada. Okay. Yak semen doesn't freeze properly so there's a lot of studies that need to be done but i would gladly open our farm and yaks and open our farm even to the native flowers the plants the trees the yaks i would gladly welcome anyone that wants to learn or that has knowledge that can help us i love that that's uh, and that's just another just another something that's amazing right um absolutely any but i appreciate that so much of wanting to come in and, and, and preserve what's here because you know there's I appreciate your heart for that yeah. I, don't, I hope I don't get trouble for saying this because there's you know people that are native here that don't realize what we have and what we should be preserving it you know and, and that kind of thing don't don't have the heart I just don't for think that they 
or they just don't know, so they take it for granted. Right. Like that, the Mount that's Laurel, kind of what I was like, yeah. like the Mount Laurel, I've, I've never seen until the year. And we came here and saw it in in the winter time. And here you have all these trees that are basically dead during the winter, and this has green, beautiful leaves on it. And now the bountiful of flowers. I don't want to. So my trails along Daddy's Creek are all around the Mount Laurels because I don't want to. Because I don't want to disturb them. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. I love it here. Mm-hmm. We love it here. I love it here. I love it here. <laughs> I really love it here. <laughs> you all have to come back. I'm going to bring my kids. Absolutely. My kids will... They will have a blast. Have a blast. The um, boys like chasing the chickens or throwing rocks in the ponds. The little girls yeah. like braiding the horses or brushing the horses. And the grown-ups love the yaks. That's basically, so typically, how it's been. I can see that. I can vouch for all of that. Megan loved the yaks. I did. And the she yaks liked loved her. her. And then Razzleberry liked her equally. Oh, I like I the it. yaks too. I love the yaks. That's, uh, that's, yeah. <clears throat> they're uh, it's it's really at first it, before you see them playing. Or before you see how sweet they are, they can they can be a little intimidating because they're so big and their heads are so big, like they're huge. Large heads, big, big horns, big and horns. Even the females have horns, so it is a little intimidating. Mm-hmm. But then you see them playing like puppies, or pasture coming pets. up, I love you, pasture, pasture pet, pasture or pet. rubbing their head against you, like, mm-hmm. hey, I want scratches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what they do totally. for sure. It's, it's sweet. Um, anything else, sis? I think so. Um, I just thank you so much. Thank, Thank you for opening your door. Thank you. Just welcome I was afraid you I wouldn't be able to do the field trip part of it. So I'm super happy that I, I was like, I'm bound and determined to show you all a yak yes. and kind of show you all around just because it's, I love it and I want to share it. So I really glad you all got to share that part of it. You totally enhanced our experience. And mm-hmm. I, you were, I see what you said about, I want to show it to you before we talk about yeah. it. And we you went, really can't describe it. You right. got to see it yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have to post a video with this podcast. No. Don't, don't you worry. Don't you I've got worry. it. I've got it. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank You're you, Miss Allie. Thank you. You, you did hear, um, as she calls him, honey, come through <laughs> a little bit ago. That's honey. <laughs> everyone just calls him honey. They don't know what else to call him. I'll get thank you notes for, I do a lot of senior tours and I'll get thank you notes, old time handwritten thank you notes, tell thank you, you know, honey. Honey's cute. Honey's really cute. <laughs> oh, oh honey, thank you. Yeah, so that's honey. He, he was, he's been just a working yeah, away. Working while away we, the whole time, time we've been here, here yeah. he's been working away. Yeah. He just passed through on his way to do something else working. Um, but we appreciate both of you. And Absolutely. we are so, so glad to have you in Cumberland County. Thank you. Thank we you. We really you, are. Um, well, I think that'll be it for us today. Yeah, and we're glad to have Kenzie with us today. Ooh, I'm already planning on a girls' trip. Back. Yeah. To this far. Back, back, yep. back to the Airbnb. <laughs> that's, how, that's how good it was. Yes. Um, we were, we've already planned a girl's trip. <laughs> Kenzie's in charge. Um, but uh, we have some more awesome, awesome surprises for you mm-hmm. this season. So you're going to want to stay tuned. All right. And we'll talk to y'all next time. Till then.